0: on Tuesday at 12 p.m. from Fishbowl Studios. Log on to hear sports talk from basketball to football and view your feedback on the biggest sports news you want to talk about from around the world. So be sure to log on each week Tuesdays at 12 p.m. to catch the Jamie Agenzi Show. Hope to see you soon on Fishbowl
1: Radio Network.
0: Jump in. (laughs) Hey, welcome to the Jamie Agenzi Show right here on Fishbowl Radio. My name is Jamie. Today is January the 10th, 2023 and welcome. Welcome to the show. Now, uh, what, what can I say? How can I find these words? I'm trying to find a positive word to talk about the game on Sunday. I don't, I can't find those words, but anyways, there was a game that was played. What Dallas versus the Commanders. First of all, I don't know why you called yourself the Commanders. And second of all, their their mascot's awful. Anyways <laughs> Anyways. Uh twenty six to six. Um this is this this is the type of game that you didn't need. This is the type of game that you could arrest your starters, uh, considering the fact that the Eagles were gonna handle the Giants and the 49ers. so I was gonna handle the Cardinals. Um I I just don't understand. You know, sitting down watching the game, it bored me. I, you know, I went to sleep numerous times watching this game live, and then when I tried to watch it the second time, I fell asleep again because th- this team is is bothering me. And you know, when I was sitting there on Sunday, there was something lingering on my shoulder. I was upset for a reason, and they, and, and they will ask you why are you upset. I'm upset because this offense is garbage. This office, this office can't, can't, can't maneuverate drives. Like we were, we were just playing scared, which I'm going to talk about TCU in the, in the next segment. Um, so with that being said, I, I just, I just don't understand why we play like this. I don't understand why that continues to, to play, to, to say all the same things and then yet comes out and plays like, uh, like, like a rookie. Rookies play like that. Dak, you are a seven year starter. We have trusted you in this offense. And, and, you know, I, I, I am the biggest Dak defender. I can see why people go after Dak a lot. Okay. Majority of this game is not his fault. This game was, uh, 95% his fault. The other five was coaching. So, Dak, we gotta get it together, man. Like, I'm gonna bring Gabe in here in a second, but I wanna, I wanna talk to you guys about something. About Dak. Okay? This man has a problem. I don't know what, what type of mental, pro, I don't know what problem it is. The first, the, the, the interceptions that he threw, uh, it could have been three interceptions. This interception went for a pick six. And I don't know if y'all noticed. I was just talking to somebody just yesterday. When he threw that interception, pick six, they went to a commercial break. And they um showed all the commercials. They were trying to show a positive thing about Dak. This man threw an interception for pick six. And they went on and, and it showed a sleeping number commercial featuring Dak. Like, what are we doing? Can't you just show a commercial about something else? Can't you show a commercial about food? Can't you show a commercial about the news? Why we got to show a positive commercial? This man threw a pick six and we're so upset. We're mad. I don't understand this. I don't understand why these people are just giving the act the, the silver lighting. I'm tired of this nonsense. Dak, we got to get it together. I've been your defender all the, all this time. People have said, "You know what? We need another quarterback. Let's get a quarterback from the Let's get Justin Fields." First of all, Justin Fields cannot stand upright. <laughs> That's good. <laughs> he can't. How many times that has this man been hit in the pocket? This man won't even last. They always say, let's get a quarterback in the draft. First of all, I looked at the draft and there's not one quarterback that surprises me in that draft. You can take the quarterback from Kentucky, but what can he prove? Nothing. Nothing. Let me go to Houston. Let me go to Chicago and deal with them there. But this game, this is ridiculous. And let me bring Gabe in and, uh, Gabe, I want to ask you a question and ask, uh, (laughs) welcome, welcome by the way. Welcome. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Um, so I want to ask you a question. What is wrong with Dak? (laughs) (laughs) You know,
1: I, I love Dak off the field. I've never been a Dak fan. Okay. So I was never one of the Dak defenders and champions. I was like, I don't believe in his abilities at all. Um, I think that he's just showing that he – I don't know what it is. I really mm-hmm. don't know what it is because
2: mm-hmm.
1: even pre-injury, I've never seen him play like this. Like this yeah. season, even though mm-hmm. statistically he's leading the league his top three in completions and all yeah. this other statistics that people want to throw out yes. to defend Dak, to be honest, Dak throws a lot of underneath passes. Yes, he, he does. does a lot of like stat-stuffing things. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That aren't really beneficial in the grand scheme of the game. Right. Like, yeah, he leads the league in completions. Okay, great. Okay. Highest completion percentage or whatever yes. that is over the last however many games. I don't mm-hmm. pay attention to these stats because I think stats are BS. Right. Um, and they're very yeah, they misleading. They they're are. very misleading. Right. And I think that, um, when you watch the games, mm-hmm. you don't even feel like he's leading in any statistical category.
0: It, feel, it that's probably why, that's I, the why I was upset on the, watching the game. And live. even I,
1: I watched Dak, and I'm looking at where he fits, tries to place mm-hmm. balls, mm-hmm. and where he, he. It's like, what are you seeing that I'm not seeing? I'm not a quarterback, right? But I know where you're not supposed to throw the ball. Exactly. I played football for a long time. Right. <laughs> I, I I know. I I'm not a professional. Football for a long time. I played yeah. football. I, I I'm not a professional, but I right. know enough about football to know that you're not supposed mm-hmm. to throw the ball in between three people. I think that's like common sense. Holy crap. Like uh, I <laughs> Yeah. Like uh, there's yeah, certain you can't, things you can't that, do all that Yeah, in the heat of the moment it's easy mm-hmm. to say, Oh, okay, like mm-hmm. I was in the heat of the moment, I was under pressure, XYZ. But right. there's certain things that mm-hmm. are just not are intangibly not good decisions. Right. Like you just have that in you re- whether you're under pressure or not. Mm-hmm. What's in you is always going to come out and that's in yeah. life and in sports. Like Of course. When you when s- something is in you <laughs> it's going to show I don't up. I think he has I don't think he has and I don't the, think uh, he has the intangibles. No, he does not.
0: The internal stuff no, he to does really not. take this team to the next level. No, he does not. I think he needs to focus more on and, and, and I hate to say this but there's there are certain guys out there that are built for the NFL, and he's not one of them. And I hate to say that. Mm-hmm. I hate to say that because he 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 has a, little, a lot of good games. Mm-hmm. Um, he 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 fits in the NFL. However, I look at his body of work as the type of guy I can't trust every Sunday. I mean, I I I, I can I don't know what other quarter and other uh, outside of Dak. I don't know what other quarterback I will trust. I mean, I could trust a, a Pat Mahomes. He can give me he can give me plays every Sunday. I could trust Josh Allen. He can give me something every Sunday. I could trust Aaron Rodgers. Joe not, Burrow. Joe Burrow. Yes. There's uh, a
1: there's a long list of quarterbacks I trust over Dakota. <sighs> And yes. I'm calling him Dakota for a reason. whenever I get mad, I call him Dakota. <laughs> He's not Dak no more. You don't get to shorten your name. You gotta be good to shorten your name. Like,
0: <laughs> even when, even you when gotta, in, you're throwing your commercials out, yeah. you're throwing your- you saw that, right? You saw the commercial. Yeah. Where the, where they- when he threw a pick six, mm-hmm. you, they went, they went to- they, they showed a bunch of commercials, and then the last one was a sleep number commercial. Yeah. I, I, I think, honestly, as, as Cowboys fans, we don't need enough sleep. <laughs> the average, the average fan, the average person in America gets about seven. Yeah. But what we're looking at right now, we get about five. <laughs> reason being, <laughs> reason being is because we, 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 this team and Dak himself continues to fail us. Yeah. To do. And so. With that being said, I just don't know what the problem is.
1: You know, I, I think what uh, it is, right? Mm-hmm. I think it's just we've been in denial yeah. about who this guy can be yeah, and who he is. And right. I'm, when I say we, I mean Cowboys fans. Okay. Not me, because I've been known. Mm-hmm. I've never thought that that could take us to a Super Bowl because I watch intangible stuff. Like, you can yeah. see it. There's certain things that you can just see. There's Mm -hmm. a comfortability level, no -hmm. matter the offensive situations, no matter the down and distance. Like, when you have Tom Brady, you know you have a chance. Yes. Because even when the odds are stacked against him, Mm -hmm. like, he don't have no help that we've seen him on teams where he didn't have no star receivers. Mm -mm. He still can – Converting yeah. on he third still, and 10. He can still do that. He can still get you in position mm-hmm. to kick a field goal even right. when you're out of field goal range in a position right. where you need points. Mm-hmm. There's, there's certain things where the greats have mm-hmm. great mm-hmm. instinct. They have great right. internal stuff. Mm-hmm. Dak mm-hmm. has never possessed that. He's been good. He has some good stuff. He does have some very good stuff. I, I, I don't want to Bash him because it's not all his fault. No, it's not. This game was. I, I, the defense put you in position to win.
0: Mm-hmm. They did. Numerous The times. entire
1: game. You can only make a defense. Mm-hmm. You got, you kicking three and out, three and out, three ten and out. Them. Ten of them. Ten.
0: Ten, three and outs.
1: Ten of them. Ten. So you can't generate any, uh, and these are not even like, this is, this is mm-hmm. throughout the entire game. Yeah. So, yeah. I don't see a silver lining from that mm-hmm. game because our starters were playing. They were. If, if they this were. happens and our starters are sitting, okay, mm-hmm. cool. It is yeah. what it is. Right. But our starters were playing. Right. And we are going into, we got to go to Tampa Bay. Keep that in mind. I'm going to talk day. about that in a second. So, yeah.
0: um, yeah. it's not, it, I don't, I'm not optimistic. Well, I mean, I don't know how I feel about this. I know that, um, I know, that we we won't get everything fixed by the time that game starts. So even though it's a Monday night game, mm-hmm. we won't we won't get it fixed. Um going back to that game, um you know, Washington didn't have anything to play for. Uh you could have taken advantage of who they, who was out there. Yeah. Um <laughs> their quarterback was nothing. I mean, he played well, but he he was nothing. The
1: first game he started all season. Mhm. All season. Yeah. All season. He hasn't played the entire season. There, this is, this was a preseason game for them.
0: All over again. He, he, he's trying to get that job.
1: And I'm telling you right now, I don't like the Tampa Bay matchup and not to keep going back to that, looking ahead. Right. But I don't like that matchup because their front four to six Uh, is diff, is, is at the same level, Ooh. if not a higher level than Washington. Right. I mean, I mean, if we can't run the ball, you see what we're capable. Mm-hmm. We're not capable of anything on offense.
0: We're not. We're because not.
1: running the ball is the centerpiece of everything that we do. Exactly. And if we can't do that in a creative mm-hmm. way, we can't do that mm. against these defenses. We're not going anywhere. We're not. We're not. Except for the couch. We're going to be right – we're going to be in Mexico somewhere. <laughs> so, <laughs> I'm just saying, on vacation, Turks and Caicos. I hate,
0: I hate it. <laughs> they, they're going to I, send I, us I, to Turks. I don't like it. I don't like taking a vacation at this time because because we got it because you know what's going to happen? You you know, we're going to talk about the ends of qualities of the Cowboys, right? Mm-hmm. And then it takes away the teams that are, are still playing. Mm-hmm. And so um and so that that unfortunately that's what's going to happen. Mm-hmm. You know, they're they're going to talk about the Cowboys, they're going to talk about the intangibles, and they're going to talk about Mike McCartney, which by the way, interesting this morning. I heard Jerry this morning, right? Mm-hmm. Jerry has why is it that every season there there's Mike McCartney's job is on the line?
1: Cuz he's not a good coach.
0: He's not and a good we, coach
1: and we knew that from the beginning when Jerry hired him. Right. So to be honest, I don't know what Jerry thought he was getting when he mm-hmm. hired Mike McCarthy. Right. But he's not a good coach. Right. He got he went to one Super Bowl in 12 years with Aaron Rodgers? Aaron Rodgers Are you kidding? Me? Aaron
0: Rodgers took him there. Aaron Rodgers took it. Aaron Rodgers. You First see of all, what, that team as a what? whole
1: was too good. You got Clay Matthews in his prime mm-hmm. on defense. You got Jody BJ Rodgey, Jody Nelson. Mm-hmm. I think Al Harris was still there. Uh
0: Yeah, he's still playing. He yeah, was he still, still playing. playing. Uh Don Driver, Donald Driver, uh, like okay, Randall yeah, Cobb. Yeah, yeah, like that yeah.
1: was an incredible team. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So exactly, you can It's hard to lose with a team like that. You literally have to <laughs> like. <laughs>
0: I mean, I it, mean, he's a good regular season coach because he's won 24 yeah. games the last two years. But, but then I, you I, look I, at his
1: postseason record and he like, what, four and 76? Like, what? <laughs> <laughs> and I'm exaggerating. I don't have no real numbers. I'm, I'm ju- like, I'm, I'm joking, like, okay, I'm
0: like, I'm like, okay. So, so we have this saying come every single year. Like, I'm not, I'm not, I'm still not on this Sean Payton train. I'm sorry. I will never be on that Sean Payton train. We're not I, getting Sean Payton. We're not. Look we're not at, there's Payton. other teams out there that are more worthy. Arizona, Denver, uh, who else fired their coach? Uh, Indianapolis, yeah. uh, maybe Washington. Who knows? who knows? But I'm not, I'm not on this train. Listen, <laughs> th- this need, needs to stop. Okay. Mike McCartney, if, if uh, listen, if Jerry were to move on from Mike McCartney after this playoff game, I will do a deep search and find and, and, and interview every candidate out there that can that that has a goal in mind that can get us to the next step. We
1: need a Dan Campbell type. Not saying Dan Cam Dan Campbell himself, but yeah. we need yes. a Dan Campbell type. Yes, we need a culture shift.
0: Dude, that those guys in Detroit. They're going places.
1: That team they, they, is going to be a problem in the next few years. And they're young. They have a lot of stuff yes, to
0: yes, to build on. They got the quarterback now. The, I think Derek Goff is, is fit. He
1: found a home. He yeah, found a home. He found a home. And so I think mm-hmm. it works in that offense because you got two dynamic running backs yes. back there, Swift yes. and Williams. Mm-hmm. Um, it's Detroit has yeah, a lot to be excited about. Detroit. Mm-hmm. And I'll – I even say Chicago. They have a lot to be excited about. They do. They Um, just need to
0: fix their quarterback. Quarterback needs to stand upright. (laughs) It's
1: it's not even (laughs) about the quarterback. They need to keep him upright. No,
0: uh you keep him upright. Um the offensive line needs to be addressed. Yeah. Um but wide receiver needs to be addressed. Those two teams you mentioned are way ahead of us right now.
1: Yeah. In terms of in terms of culture. Right. In terms of culture. Yes. Now yes. talent, we have the talent. That's mm-hmm. why we can win yes. thirteen games. Right. But beyond talent, we're a, a very spoiled culture. We have a very entitled culture.
0: Yeah. I was going to bring that up not last week. Yeah. I, 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 I wrote it down. I said we're entitled. Yeah. We're entitled because we expect the best. Yeah. We expect that. And cowboy
1: best. fans are entitled if we being honest. We, yes. we have an unrealistic expectation because we're entitled to, mm-hmm. we think we're entitled to wins. Right. But, but really, in mm-hmm. actuality, mm-hmm. this team is not built to win mm-hmm. culturally. You have to come in and shift and Jerry has to allow somebody to come in and shift. He
0: won't. He won't. 80 year old man won't do that.
1: And that's going to be the issue. He if won't. we're being honest.
0: Just let him sit down. Someone needs to tell him the, 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 the only people that he will listen to is, is, uh, what's his name? Steven.
1: He ain't listening to his son. If he was listening to Steven, his he would have sat down a long time ago. His
0: wife. You can't disrespect the wife. I, I was going to say something, but. but
1: I'm gonna leave that alone. Okay. But Go no, ahead. he's Go not ahead. listening
0: to her either. Okay. Um, <laughs> <laughs> she 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 she's on the team too. She's I think she's part of the marketing stuff. Yeah,
1: she is. She does great work. Mm, she but, does. Yeah, um,
0: she does. That's that's the only positive thing I can say.
1: Yeah, she does excellent work. Mm-hmm. But she he, Jerry's not listening to a soul in that building, and you know it, and I know it. If he was, he would have listened years be. ago. Because yeah. we've been screaming this the same thing for be. twenty years. Right. This is this is it. Get comfortable being out in the first round of the playoffs, and I know we sound like heartbroken Cowboys fans, but the reality is this: like, I can't, I can't justify the way that they played on Sunday, Mm -hmm. and expect us to still go into Tampa Bay against the goat, against two two great receivers.
0: Um, Mike Evans, Chris Ghani, a tight end, Kyle Rudolph. Who have been waiting
1: for a breakout uh, week. They've been waiting for a breakout week. Had and had a we breakout pro- week last week. You know, uh, Kyle Rudolph saying. had
0: a breakout week last week. And
1: so, against <sighs> our defensive backs, and then I you go to, you to the that. offensive side of the ball. Yeah. And we probably not going to be able to run the ball that well.
0: That's the problem. Tampa
1: Bay is not a great team. They haven't been playing great, I should say. They but have a, they have the potential to turn it on at any time. I don't like teams that I don't know who they are.
0: You know what's funny? What's ESPN that? gave them a 69% chance to win yeah. Dallas because of their record.
1: I don't like that. I don't like that at all.
0: FBI. But here's the thing. Here's the thing. I want to ask you a question about it, and I mm-hmm. want to ask you about Trayvon Dick. So, uh, I think it was about three weeks ago we talked about um, you know Trayvon dix's technique. Mm-hmm. I saw uh, and I don't want to disrespect the man. I have high praise for Trayvon Dix. I love Trayvon. Um, I love him too. You talked about the defensive back position mm-hmm. against the Eagles, right? He was in poor position to the point where AJ Brown was running a crossing route to the sideline. He caught two passes on him. I saw that. I saw what you were talking about on mm-hmm. YouTube. I saw his technique. Mm-hmm. He got beat that game. Yeah. So. He's beatable. He's beatable. But what was, was, was that transition? I, 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 don't like the matchup against Mike Evans. I feel like he's going to be guarding Mike Evans. That's the only cornerback we have on the, on, 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 on that, mm-hmm. on this roster that I experienced that's played the entire season with the Cowboys. Uh, you could talk about Trayvon Mullen. Mm-hmm. Uh, you could talk about, um Xavier Rose, who, who they just got. Who's ready. He's not ready. He's, He's, not ready. He's a up. veteran. He's a vet. I remember him in Minnesota. He, his best days are way behind him. Yeah, he's Way thirty-three. Behind him. He's thirty-three years old. I didn't know he's thirty-three. I thought he was twenty. I thought he was still in his 20s. Tw- I no. think he was late twenty. He is thirty-three. years old. I didn't old. know he was thirty-three. So that just put that wow. in
1: perspective. He is a veteran, and we did need a veteran in that locker room to kind of get the corners in order. And, Why do we so need
0: a veteran in that locker room? Experience. We don't need one. Experience. We don't we need
1: do. one. I, we do. We do. We, we have, have Al we
0: Harris. Al Harris is the coach.
1: But listen, it's one thing to hear from a coach. Al it Harris to has hear been a, there, though. Listen, listen. I'm sorry. It's one thing to hear. Uh From the coach. Yes. It's another thing to hear from somebody who plays on the field. Right. Currently. Right. It's active. Right. There's a difference. Right. There's a difference when I can see what's going on in the game currently, Mm -hmm. know how they're playing it because I played against this style of play before. Right. And give you direction. That's different. Al Harris is coming from the perspective of a coach. Right. He's teaching technique. He's teaching scheme. Right. It's very, very different from – a, a player, a player coach, basically, right. it's different. So it's you, very, very different.
0: So you, so you expect Xavier Rose, uh what's his name, Cy so, Hilton, yeah, it's a leadership and Jason thing. Jason Peters to be experienced coaches, even though when they're leadership. called when they're calling the game, mm-hmm. um they make no difference. Well, I can so, say, I can say this. I can say T Y has done his job. T Y has come in and he's he ran his route. He's done his job,
1: and Jason Peters has done great.
0: He's done great. He's done fabulous. I just wish that they'll, they'll, they find a way to put him in the game more. I think this game against the Buccaneers,
2: mm-hmm.
0: I think they find a way to put him in the game more. Yeah. Um, cause the offensive line is, we're not where, where we're supposed to be. Uh, Beatish from coming from hearing the report yesterday,
2: mm-hmm.
0: uh, hearing from Mr. Broaddus from the 105.3 three, the fan. Mm-hmm. What he was saying is, to me in my mind mm-hmm. i'm gonna i'm gonna say about a sixty five percent chance of playing okay i'm gonna say that um even though it's even though it's not big numbers hearing him yesterday sixty five percent chance
1: I don't need him to come to rush back no the reality is we gotta deal with what we got to play with. we gotta play what we got in our hand we got to it' we this is a team haven't. that we can beat. I want to. I want to say that we do have the ability to beat this team. I just don't think that we have the discipline to beat this team. That's the yeah. difference. Mm-hmm. I think exactly. on paper we have everything that we need. We have mm. the defensive line. We have the pass rush. Yeah. We have an all-pro corner mm. and Trayvon Diggs, who yes. is an all-pro, regardless yeah. of how you slice it. They don't throw on him. They don't right. test him a lot. They're,
0: yeah, and he'll come through. He'll come, he'll, he'll through. come through. He'll come
1: through. Um, you you got to. Just be mindful of mm. that other side, and honestly, I'm letting Trayvon follow oh, Mike, if Mike Evans all across the field, Mike like the same is, way he did forward. Justin Jefferson.
0: He did. He shut down Justin Jefferson, and so uh, the difference between Mike Evans and Justin Jefferson is size. Yeah, just Justin and, uh, size, and plus, Je- Justin Jefferson is a route runner. Mm-hmm. Um, Mike Evans doesn't run a lot of routes. Mm-hmm. He's Mike a Evans just he, he just finds he just finds the hole in the zones. Yeah. And so, not saying Mike Evans is a, is a poor route run. I'm just saying, I'm just saying they position where, where his strengths are.
1: And that style of play works well for Trayvon. Yeah. Because you have to understand he's a very aggressive corner. Yes. When he, when he sees that you're trying to I fit into the, fit into the zone and stop, mm-hmm. oh, he's going full steam. He, yeah. he might, he might get a pick. Mm-hmm. He might get a pick. Yeah. Um,
0: we gotta like, get pressure we got to pressure, pressure is up huge. the middle. Uh um, we got the offensive re- line is not
1: great so No, it's not. They're, that's they're a hurt. good thing. They're for hurt. us.
0: hurt. are hurt. And so we have to put him on if we put him on the ground like in the we did in the first game, mm-hmm. we have a chance. Yeah. Um so, Cuz he don't like
1: getting hit and when the, Oh no, he don't. He like gets pressure. I like when he get mad. <laughs> that's my favorite. That's my favorite thing in the world seeing Tom Brady pissed off. <laughs> yeah,
0: that's my that's me. Yeah. you know what? You know what he's pissed off about? <laughs> you know his marriage. Oh god! So, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, but no, but but so, so but I want to bring that up real quick because mm-hmm. October twenty eighth, you heard the news. Mm-hmm. It wasn't you know he got divorced. And you know people divorce changes a man, right? It changes a woman, right? And I always look at the gossip. I always look about. Always look about what what happened, mm-hmm. right? We don't know the. Need. I don't need to know the details. I just want to. I just want to think what happened. How would this impact his play? Mm-hmm. Considering, in fact, it's Tom Brady when Aaron Rodgers was going through all his nonsense. Aaron Rodgers, this was his worst season ever as a pro. Mm-hmm. He did bounce back a couple of games a little bit, he, like like he did. Mm-hmm. The first half of the season, he was just all over the place. Tom Brady, I always look at – like I said, I always look at the man uh, and I and I look at his – how he's frustrated. He has thrown 16 touchdown passes since October 28th. This was the game – the the game – the game before, it was a Thursday night game against the Ravens. The Ra- They beat – the they, they lost the Ravens. Mm-hmm. He threw for 325 yards. I think he threw a couple of touchdown passes. Mm-hmm. I didn't count that. But the stat was he threw for two thousand yards, sixteen touchdowns at six interceptions during that time.
2: Mm.
0: So it did, it 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 got him going a little bit. His team went five and four mm-hmm. during that time. It got him going a little bit. It, and he just made it. He just made it. So he just said, "It is what it is." She's moved on. He's moved on. And so, with that being said, this game we're transitioning to this game now. This game, I'm fearing Tom Brady. Cause he has a chip on his shoulder. He wants to prove, well, he has nothing to prove. He wants to put him out right away. Yeah. And I, and we don't have, I just feel like we don't have the preparation for it. We don't have the preparation. We, I can go back to the Tennessee game. We weren't prepared for that. We weren't prepared for the backups.
1: And this is what I meant the other week when I said, I don't want to back into the playoffs. This is exactly what we're doing is backing into the playoffs. We've had two games Mm back-to-back. One we won, one we lost. Yes. But both of them, we looked flat. We did. We came out flat. We did. As hell. We did. Like from the opening kickoff to the first punt of the game in this one. Fumbled the ball on on a punt.
0: Now we putting him no in position.
1: No concentration or nothing. It's no you're not taking the
0: game serious. Mm-hmm. Uh Turpin fumbling a a punt return. Like yeah. like like that guy. That guy. I I appreciate his willingness, but sometimes your eager your ego gets too high. His ego, like you're never going to return a punt return for a touchdown. <laughs> you're never going to return that. <laughs> I don't know why your ego is so high. Like, like, that's probably why you lost the ball in the air. Cause your <laughs> ego is so high.
1: You blamed it on his ego. That's funny. I,
0: y- yes. Like, because, because dude, like, like, but okay, listen, though, the ball listen. is in the air. You have to understand. We're just asking you to catch it. Okay. <laughs> You've done this numerous times, right? You, you catch it and then you move on. Right.
1: I'm going to tell you. Listen.
0: Okay. I'm listening.
1: Mistakes? That was a mistake. Yes. I don't put that on his ego. I don't... It's not... It, We're reading too deep into it. Yes. It was a mistake. At the end of the day, we've seen that happen a thousand times across mm. the NFL. That's yes. That happens from time to time. You right. lose the ball in the light right. and then it comes down abruptly. Yes. Now you got somebody in your face. Like, it's a difficult job. Right. So, I, I give him the benefit of the doubt because that's a mistake. It was a right. costly one, but it was a mistake nonetheless. So,
0: very costly. I, I do think Costs that. Us, well, actually, it didn't cost us anything because they missed a the field goal. That time. That's right. That's
1: right. That's true. So it was, it wasn't costly at <laughs> no, all. It wasn't. worked out. It did. Um, <laughs> a thirty-one yard field goal. We didn't capitalize. So th- right. it's really my issue. More so is with the offense. Yeah. The offense, like in both of these games, Tennessee and Washington, the defense kept us around, kept us in the game, kept they us did. alive. They did. And. I, I want to give them props because I do think they're a better defense than mm-hmm. is being advertised. I know sometimes they're a been but don't break kind of defense. Yes. Um, and so they'll give up some yards. They'll give up some big plays mm-hmm. every now and then, mm-hmm. but for the most part, they're solid. Right. Um, and they've kept us in a lot of games. Mm-hmm. And so the offense has always has been a question mark all season since the first six games of the year when mm-hmm. Dak was gone. Right. We didn't know what to expect. Right. We we relied on running the ball and yes. let Cooper rush game manage. Then Dak comes back and says, "Oh well, yeah, I get it now. I see. I don't need. I'm over complicating the game. You remember when he came back? Yeah, he, I, yeah. yeah overcomplicating heard about that. the game. I, I, that's why I looked at you. You know.
0: Yeah, I, I understand what you're yeah,
1: saying. Yeah, yeah. And then proceeds to throw the most picks in the NFL. <laughs> So, I mean, again, like. Seven
0: in the last, what, six games? Yeah, he averages a Holy pick again.
1: It's almost getting to the point, you remember when Eli Manning, yes. he was yeah, like, he, oh everybody yeah, was like, that. oh yeah, he gonna mm. throw us one today. Mm. <laughs> that They get up, all defensive backs love playing against Dak. Uh, yep. I'm yep. telling you, cause they know, he gonna throw us one.
0: <laughs> yeah, yes.
1: You just gotta be in position, <laughs> just be in position. He gonna yep. throw you one. Yep. He yeah. gonna force one where it don't need to go. Right. <laughs> and so, That's the reality of what we have. Mm -hmm. We, we make a lot of, a lot of these issues. I don't like to blame Dak for everything, Mm -hmm. but at the same time, I gotta put the onus on him in a lot of these situations. You take, you can't throw a pick every single game since you've been back and expect me not to put blame on you. Regardless of whether they're your fault or not, right. if it gets tipped in the air, nine times out of ten, or, it was in a place it didn't need to be. Or
0: if you if he did a page and hand shot, just not not just drop the ball and yeah. then right. It's
1: not on you, but you're you're interception magnet. <laughs> you're interception magnet. That's the reality. And He's so like,
0: hey, get up for him <laughs> today.
1: That's what I'm saying. He's yeah. gonna, he gonna throw us one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I is. would love to play against Dak if I'm a defensive player. Right. Yeah, he's gonna Because I already know you're gonna fit one in a space that it don't need to be. You're gonna try to think you're gonna think you pay Manning. Right. And you're gonna force a ball in between him. them windows. Right. Just like Brett Favre and Peyton Manning used to do. Right. Only difference is they were good.
0: Yeah, they were good. <laughs> they, they bounced back. They bounced yeah. back from their mistakes, but Dak, but Dak, not. And so, uh, I did see, see something funny yesterday. So when Dak, when I, did, I it was on Facebook. I saw it, it was so funny. So when, yeah. when Dak, whenever players slammed their helmets, when they always say Dak, when Dak slammed his helmet, he mm-hmm. got intercepted. So I don't know if that's funny or not, but, uh, I saw that yesterday. <laughs> I'm like, like, oh man, more hurt. But, uh, but you know, you know this, this, this to me it's a lack of concentration. Right? You gotta, you gotta re, you gotta study the playbook. You gotta, and I'm sorry to say that. Mm-hmm. I'm sorry to say that because I don't want to tell another man what to do. How I'm do not, you know I, that he's I, not I,
1: studying though? Before. I don't mean to cut you
0: off, but. Because, because you can't throw that ball in tight windows. Like, like I can remember a pass in that game. I remember um there was a few passes in that game. Actually, mm-hmm. he overthrew Dalton Schultz. So when, mm-hmm. so he he could have had another pick mm-hmm. on that play. It said that Dalton Schultz had a hand on it. There was another one where it was um, back to back. I it was it was about. back to back. Yes, it was two
1: out routes. Yes, and they
0: ran the exact same play twice. But there was a third one too. <laughs> no, that one. That Noah Brown. Oh, the, that was the, Noah, the, Brown. The right no, Noah Brown. Noah Brown. Brown was the first two. Mm-hmm. There was another one. I think it was like a, it was near halftime. Mm-hmm. To the point where it, it overthrew Dalton Schultz, but Kin the was there for an interception. Mm-hmm. He couldn't return that back. Yeah. So, so Dalton Schultz had a hand on it. Mm-hmm. Another play. There was another play where he over, way overthrew Michael Gallup at the end zone. Didn't mm-hmm. even give Gallup a chance. Uh, like, you're talking about a smaller D-D-back. You didn't give Michael Gallup a chance to get that ball. So, those are the two plays, those are the two plays. The reason why I say he's not setting the playbook is because you're not reading the coverages. You right. have to understand where these deep backs are, are, where they are. You gotta understand where the ball has to be placed. You cannot continue to throw, overthrow receivers. You can't continue to, um. What is it called? Uh, throw behind receivers and, and, and expect them to make a spectacular catch. You wow. cannot do that. The I'm first get the Noah Brown, you cannot throw the same side again. That's how you know. That's how I know you're not studying the play, but you guess you can't not go to the same side twice. And you can and I, I wish, I wish somebody will lit a fire under him. I wish C.D. Lamb will grab, not to be harsh, grab him by the helmet and say, you know what, dude? Come on, man. Wait. Play football. Wait. Get your act right. Wait. So, here's the thing, right? I'm sorry. Go ahead. So, <laughs> I'm so mad so, because of my No, I understand. I understand, passion, understand. bro. I'm, but, I'm tired. No, <laughs> I'm tired of this nonsense, man. I, I, like I like, like I said, I'll be the biggest Dak defender of of ever. He's a great man, but dude, you cannot continue to play like this every single game. So
1: here's the deal, right? Okay, you mentioned reading coverages and reading defenses, right? Yes. The job of the defense is to disguise things, right? Yes, yes, absolutely. So a lot of what you're talking about. Not necessarily, it doesn't necessarily come from the playbook, cause that, no. those are our plays. We, we can run, have all the plays that we want. Yes. But Absolutely. if it doesn't align with what the defense is showing, uh-huh. then we don't, We it's, the is not gonna wait, work. But why is but he listen, forcing that? So what he's doing That's is not watching film. If you wanna critique his study habits, oh. so then he, it's film study. Okay, because so wait a to minute. Me, when you're playing against these teams, you know what they're disguising. You uh-huh. know their signals. You know their stuff. That's what we saw Peyton Manning do this all the time. Right at the line of scrimmage, he's looking at the defense, seeing what their what yes. that look is. Yes, and he's saying, "Oh." They're not coming. This is a this is a disguise. Right. They're, they're not blitzing right now. Okay, Omaha, Omaha. Like right. Um, right. again, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah exactly. he's out of that. You know what yeah, I'm saying? Exactly. He, either he's not, he doesn't have the freedom to do that, which we've talked about before, mm-hmm. which is a possibility. Right. Or he should. He should at thirty million dollars a year. You should, but that's a different conversation. I think right. yeah. it's either that he doesn't have the freedom to do it, or he's not studying. It's one of the two
0: and you see why okay so I have a question for you yeah so you and me both we watch the film right yeah we watch the games yeah right why isn't Dak watching the games during the week you have Monday through Saturday to watch film on every and again I'm not gonna say that
1: he is or isn't I'm not gonna say that because I don't know what he does I think he's a very I think he is a very smart quarterback right yes yes all interceptions I'm, aside, yes. he's very intelligent. Yes, yes. Um, he, yes. I do believe that he's a studier. People, I people also believe that. that it's a f- bunch of different factors, right? Mm-hmm. So, I think part of it is the fact that our receivers don't get great separation. That's a part of it. Yes. That is a massive part of it. I'm not going to discount that. Right. CD, although he is a great route runner, he doesn't yeah. get separation all the time. But, and yeah. You can't go to him every play. You can't. That's the best route runner we have.
0: Um, um, yeah, on the field. On the but field. But when GY yeah. is not there. Exactly. Uh, so, but, but here's another thing. Couldn't be in the offensive line not getting enough pressure? Couldn't it be the offensive line not holding their protection right? It could be because, uh, it feels it like that we have, when we're, this is what I worry about Jason Peters on the left side. Mm-hmm. Jason Pe- Peters can get, he's a good run blocker, but he's terrible in the past.
1: He's always been that
0: way. Yeah, because it, it, it I feel like most of their players, right? Most, most quick athletes, right? Mm-hmm. Most of their players who, wherever they come from mm-hmm. are going to go target this, Left side, because he's forty years old, can't see the field right, but <laughs> damn he's he damn he's a hall of famer for a reason. this is why the cowboys picked him up, so with that being said, that's a good point, but my other point is can't you don't you see the re another reason could it be pressure I do see a does lot he of deficiencies you have enough line? time
1: I do see a lot of deficiencies in our mm-hmm. offensive line um he has enough time to make
0: better decisions though. But I think we need to have him climb the pocket. I want him to climb the pocket more. I want And that's the thing. He gotta do it, bro. We have to do it. I understand, I get it. I get it he's coming off a, a injury. I get it. But at some point you have to climb the pocket. I'm sorry. I will tell you though,
1: I think we discount the impact of his injuries over the last mm-hmm. few years. I think we do discount that. Yes. Because mm-hmm. pre injuries, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm he was on the path to be one of the best in the league to yes. be honest, like across the board mm-hmm. and i think that the impact of that injury mentally his calf his calf his ankle yeah um was um, i mean the ankle him breaking his ankle was probably a catalyst for the calf injury right um he was overcompensating oh yeah that's for, right that's right that yeah. ankle yeah you're right you're yeah. right you're So giants. Yeah. yeah yeah so we discount the impact of that but I do think mm-hmm. that plays a massive role in his mobility. Right. Like, he was a very mobile quarterback. We would run read options with him. We would yes. do a lot of different, he three. got hurt on a read option. Right. So that's what I'm saying. Like, mm-hmm. the week, we don't use him the same way that we once did. He doesn't have the same athletic ability. So he's trying to figure it out. And so I don't want to kill him for it because at the same time, I do understand what it takes to come back from injuries mentally. Right. Right. Um, that's something that's a very difficult task that the public mm-hmm. may not even think about. Right. Like it's a battle. Yeah. It's an internal problem. battle, and every and when you, when you when so you go quick. from being mobile to uh, being basically mm-hmm. regulated to being a pocket passer. Right. You have to relearn everything that you instinctually want to do. So to. I do give him the benefit of the doubt mm. in a lot of areas. For right. that. Um. I mean, the mistakes are on him, but. Right. I do give him the benefit of the doubt and mm-hmm. saying like I'm not gonna mm-hmm. just totally kill him for all of the mistakes. Mm-hmm. It's not all on him.
0: Like, no, I I can't kill him for that either. Um, mm-hmm. You know, uh, you know, like I said, I, I, at some point, man, at some point, if we want to get to where we need to go, you have to get to the next step. I'm I, like, I'm sorry, like we have the best. Trainers in the world, right? Mm-hmm. Like the Mavericks have Casey Smith as the best. Mm-hmm. But he's the best in the NBA at diagnosing injuries. But
1: listen, I'm gonna tell you even because I think I know the point that you're about to bring up. But yeah, I yes. want to say it's not always about the training staff. I think he is healthy. I think they've gotten him in a mm-hmm. healthy space. I'm not blaming. It's the training about. Staff. I'm just. Oh no! I know. That's. What, I was just saying. It's yeah. in terms of him. Mm-hmm. He has to play a new. Style of play—that's really what it. That's really what we're seeing because at the we used to have design runs for him. We used to have a lot of different things in our oh, playbook. He's yeah. having to learn an entirely new style of play that's not normal to him because he doesn't have that same level of mobility, and mm-hmm. you can clearly
0: see it even
1: when he yeah, does yeah. run. Yeah, it's not the runs we used to, we no, used to yeah, see I, from I, three, four years I, ago.
0: I remember the run that he, it was a third and tenth ten play. Well, yeah, it was. It was a dirty 10 play at their end, and I saw them running, and he, uh, he, he didn't look confident. Yeah. Like, coming, a- coming out of that, like, he almost got the first down, but he didn't look confident, but he, he, he was thinking that I shouldn't have to run like that. Mm-hmm. Like, 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 I can see why, I can, I can understand what you're talking, what mm-hmm. you're talking about. Yeah. Um, my thing is, and I'm not, I, like I said, Again, for the third time, I'm always going to be the biggest Dak defender Mm -hmm. because we don't need – there's no other quarterback you could ask to lead a team, especially America's team, right? Everybody's putting everything on your shoulders. Every day people have something to say about our quarterback. National media, social media, people across the world, every day – Somebody has something to say about our quarterback, about mm-hmm. our team in general. Yeah, and so with that being said? It comes. It comes with the position, right? I feel like right now people want to see more Cooper Rush at this point. Mm-hmm. I, me personally, I want to see Dak all the time.
1: I don't want to see Cooper Rush ever. No. Like, I mean, I know that sounds bad, but, (laughs) like, I I really don't, like, what, I don't, I don't look at it like everybody else. Because, yes, we, we did win six consecutive games, but there's going to be a time if we, Cooper Rush was our quarterback where he's going to have to throw the ball. Like the Philadelphia game. I don't trust him during that. Like the Philadelphia game. Yeah. It's going to look like that. Yeah. Yeah. So everybody on this Cooper Rush bandwagon, we were winning all the games. No, stop it, stop it.
0: <laughs> they don't read the game right. you don't, don't read the game right. I have no
1: idea. Y'all are watching from a fan's perspective, and y'all only they, they see don't wins the game and losses. Like Gabe. Y'all only see wins and losses. They and, don't and, and, win the game right. Those are the people that I have issues with when they start make, having opinions because you. It's not just wins and losses, right? You can win a game. Mm-hmm. By managing it, mm-hmm. by running the ball thirty mm-hmm. thirty five yeah. times exactly. a game,
0: we have we have two of the great running backs who do, who who have done that.
1: And so, yeah, we can win mm-hmm. games like that. Mm-hmm. But there's going to come a time where you got to throw that ball. Yeah, this you is gotta, the NFL, he, and not to mention he, we're going into the playoffs. So if, the imagine, playoffs. imagine Cooper Rush trying to play a playoff game against time. Holy Tom Brady. crap! Stop playing with Holy me! Holy
0: crap! Stop no it! No, yeah, I gotta no, stop. No, 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 no. You know what? That'll and be an automatic loss.
1: I would take my chances with Dak and his pick, his picks,
0: <laughs> even though they're not the best.
1: And yeah, I would take my chances with mm-hmm. that because at least he's throwing the ball. Right. You know what I'm saying?
0: Like he, dude, he's got to throw the ball. Fight. He's got to throw the ball at least over forty times. He can't do. We lose twenty-five uh, to thirty. Yeah, we win twenty-five to thirty. Attempts. We win. That's because he's accurate with the ball. Mm-hmm. And, uh, at some point, like I said, it comes to the competitive side. Somebody has to get a lit, a lit on this fight. It's definitely not going to be Jerry. Definitely no. not going to be Matt McCartney. No. Definitely not going to be Kellen Moore. No. Uh, it could be Dan Campbell. I'm sorry, Dan. I'm sorry, Dan Quinn, but mm-hmm. he's on the defensive side. They can only give us what, what they can give us. And so somebody. At this point, I don't know who somebody.
1: My problem is too. I don't like. He has the same expression every time he throws an interception or makes a mistake. Yeah. Have you noticed that it's the exact? Yeah, same no, I, I that the same body language, the same open mouth, the same expression. confusion look on his yeah. face.
0: Like, dude, what are you confused about? Right, and, you and threw he threw the ball. Right, and he's trying to pump <laughs> his team up and all this stuff. Yeah. And I'm like, and like, dude. Okay, first of all, hold on. If I'm Zach Martin. I'm busting my butt. I am 31, 32 years old. I have played every yes. I played every single game. I have not gotten hurt. I am coming to Dak and say, "Come on, man! What are you doing? Let's go!" Like, dude, like, dude. I want to win a championship. There's guys that are in the Hall of Fame right now that have not won a championship that are sitting there that are saying, "You know what?" If I was on that team, if I was twenty years old, if I was in my uh early thirties, I would want to play on this team and I will make a difference. Mm-hmm. T.Y. Hilton came from the Colts to the Cowboys to win a championship, believe it or not. Um, was it Jason Peters came from the Eagles, he won a championship with Philly, and he wants to do the same thing in Dallas. Zach yeah. Martin wants to win one in Dallas. Tyron, Tyron Smith wants to win one in Dallas. Uh, who else is 30 years old? Um, who else? That's it. That is it, man. Zeke Elliott has put the team on his back to the point where people are saying, you have said, I, we need to, Zeke has done. You said that before the season. He is your boy. I did. And and this man got a thousand yards and Can on his great, back.
1: Yeah. And remember, I also said I would love to be wrong, yeah. and I'm so glad that I'm wrong. I I yes. really yes. appreciate the effort that Zeke has put in
0: this. He year. has put in a lot of effort. He and has the, done everything that we have asked him to do. Yeah, like dude, like it. It takes one quarterback away to get us that next step. Mm-hmm. Like uh, I'll be happy. I'll be happy if we, like I said, I'll be happy if we make it to the NC Championship game. I'll be happy.
1: And it's not unrealistic. That's the thing. It's like, not. We have the ability, the talent, all of that stuff. I just think the issue for us is the intangible things. Like it's, I say all the time.
0: It's always going to kill us. It's the intangible things. It's always going to kill us.
1: Like, like coaching, like coaching. Just, the, just instincts, instinctual things that come with playing the sport that make yeah. people great. Right. We're missing a lot of that, right? We and have a lot of talent we, on this roster. We don't have enough passion on this we Don't team. have enough passion. We Michael don't Parsons, have Michael
0: Parsons, Michael Parsons should be doing the same. Michael Parsons is how old is he? 22, 23? 22. And he has he he, he has the passion of 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 uh, of, uh of somebody who who's about to retire. Michael Parsons has, has his best years coming.
1: And his energy, his energy level, his motor is Yes. Incredible. Like, it's Very it, incredible. you can see what, like, how he enhances that defense. Right. Like, it's it's infectious. Right. And, and, it, when yeah. he makes a play, it feels like the whole entire defense made a play.
0: Exactly. We don't have
1: that player on offense. We don't. We don't have that we player don't. that turns everybody up whenever they make a play. It's not just about
0: them. We don't. That, we, don't. we have we, a lot of individuals. That's why I'm saying we don't need – that's why I'm saying – that's why I'm saying somebody needs to come up to somebody and say, you know what? Come on, man. It's too late it, for it, that it, now. It's got to be a fight on the sidelines. There has to be something.
1: It's too late for that now. We got – I ain't seen nobody – like, listen, again – On the offensive side. On the offensive side. side of the ball, I don't never see – I never see anybody getting –
0: On the, on the sideline.
1: anybody on the sideline. I never see – Do you realize that changes
0: the team, right? Absolutely. You realize that.
1: Absolutely. But, again – it's the personality side, It's the intangible things. It comes with leadership. Is in. it's in you. Right. See the in you or it's not. It's in and Michael so Parsons. It's in Michael Parsons. It's, it's, it's in.
0: That's the only player I can name of. It's in on Lawrence. This team.
1: It's in Lawrence. He yes. got it.
0: Oh yeah. Oh yeah. But can't Lawrence? He can't play offense either.
1: No, he can't. He can't. Our defense has what? Has something, like very very valuable. We're right. missing a few pieces. Um, but it's on, on, we have an incredible we have incredible potential on this defense. If we keep this defense together, um,
0: we 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 can we can
1: yeah. I I think we have an incredible opportunity here the mm. next couple of years to really do some big things. Do I think this is the year? No, I don't. No, I don't. I just no. don't see it. I don't see the consistency on the offensive side of the ball. I don't see the consistency from a pass rushing standpoint over the last mm-hmm. three weeks. Um, um, yeah, the
0: pass rush has been off. It's but, been very uh, slow. And, um, yeah, it, it, I, I don't know what they're. Uh, maybe because maybe maybe because, um, and I don't want to. blame I don't want to put Lavanderish Le- on the spot. Mm-hmm. But yeah, uh, because he's a, he's the a defensive play caller. Mm-hmm. I don't see anybody else. But the fact call that he's plays. been
1: hurt too. Yeah. It's, it's, it shows it's, like it's the biggest thing. It's one of those things where you don't realize the importance of a player until they're not there. Right. Um, and he's,
0: he, he's important. And, he's one and of the biggest the, he pieces to. I just wish that, I just wish that, you know, and, and again, I just wish that he, he is healthy enough, but maybe in, in a few more years, they pass along the play calling to Michael Parsons. Mm-hmm. Maybe. I don't know. Yeah. I don't know. He, he has that leadership. But he's also not a middle linebacker. Usually they no, pass up not. to a middle linebacker. No, he's not. Um, no, he's not. And so that, and that's, that's the difference. Like, like, that's another position we have to address. Yeah, immediately. I mean, no. <laughs> immediately. <laughs> immediately. Like. But, uh, but, no, we got, you know, like I said, we have a game on Monday night. I don't – well, you know, the NFL does a favor by putting us on a Monday night. They could have put us on a Sunday night, Moves the other game to a Sunday night. I don't know who's – Oh. The Seahawks and the 49ers are playing in the afternoon, Saturday. And I think Buffalo, Buffalo and the Miami are playing in the afternoon Sunday. If I can remember, remember right, Giants are playing the Vikings in the afternoon Sunday. Who's playing Sunday night? has to be the, oh, Bengals and the Ravens. Mm. They're going to put down the Monday night game. But I can understand why they put this game on a Monday night. Lamar Jackson may not be playing either, I think. No, he's not. I don't yeah. think he's playing, so they might have to go with either Huntley or uh, who started on Sunday, or the quarterback. Um, Can't remember. Yeah, I don't remember his name. Either. I don't remember I don't his name either. But, but no.
1: Um, yeah, I think that's a whole another conversation. But yeah, I, they love to put us on primetime. That's all. That's all. it, that's they, all they, that they it is.
0: Do, like, like Deion says, when you're on camera, they, you show your blemishes. Yeah. And so we got and a lot of them, you and we're on just...
1: and we're on camera a lot. And so I yeah. do, I do want to give. I'm trying to look at both sides of it, right? Because right. I, I do have that emotional Cowboys fan in me, mm. but at the same time, I look at it like we, we had we defied odds this season. If we've been we honest, <laughs> we, we, we are, we have an incredibly resilient team. We did. Um, I'm actually. In the grand scheme of things, minus the minor hiccups and mm-hmm. stuff like that, mm-hmm. I do see, I do see a lot of great things that are in this team. Mm-hmm. Again, going back to the intangible things. Right. There are some great things. The level of resilience, right. the level of fight, the level of mm-hmm. this is not over until mm-hmm. we say it's over. Mm-hmm. That's a, that's a big deal for me. Mm-hmm. Um, and there's a lot of potential here. That's that's something that's embedded mm-hmm. in this team. So, again, I probably sound like I'm talking off of both sides of no the conversation. I mean, I, but no,
0: I, I – no, I – no, I, 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 no. I, and I can – and I can double down on that. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, and I, I do want to talk about the coaching and then I want to get your predictions on this game. Yeah. Okay. Here's what I'll say, and I'm not a big Mike McCartney fan. However, the man has won 24 games in the last two years. Okay. Unexpectedly. Like, I, when he was hired, I wasn't a fan. Mm-hmm. You know, I thought, okay, maybe you should wait it out a little bit, let these teams go through their playoffs and, and hire a coach then. Mm-hmm. They rushed the process. But Mike McCartney, I always think about, I was comparing Mike McCartney to Mike D'Antoni of the NBA, right? Mm-hmm. Mike D'Antoni is a regular season coach. Mike McCartney is a regular season coach. When they get to the postseason, it's a different story. Mike D'Antoni, when he was in Houston and Phoenix, he couldn't get over the Warriors mm-hmm. uh when he was in Houston. When he was in Phoenix, he couldn't get over anybody. Mm-hmm. When they when that team made it to the conference finals, he couldn't get over them. Mm-hmm. He didn't have a strategy for them. The uh that seven second offense they were running in basketball, mm-hmm. it worked in, in the regular season. It didn't work in the playoffs because most teams accustomed to it. Most teams adjusted to it. Mike mm-hmm. McCartney, uh, you have Kelly, my you have Kelly Moore as your offensive coordinator. Mike McCartney, I don't see him as a leadership coach.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: I always look at the leadership. I always look at, look at a Herm Edwards type of coach. Yeah. I always look at, um, the next best coach I can look at uh, right now, Mike Tomlin. Mike Tomlin. I always yeah. look at. I always look at him. I definitely look at um, look at um, Zach Taylor mm-hmm. from where from where they came from mm-hmm. till now. That's where we should be right now, mm-hmm. and we're we're right there. The bangers are higher. Yeah, we're right there. The only thing is I want McCartney to change his tone. When it comes to the first of the season, I want him to be pissed off. Mm-hmm. Like, I, I can't settle with more more victories. Mm-hmm. I just can't. In this day and age game, we settle with more morality, right? Mm-hmm. We can't settle with that.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: You know where where that ends up? You can end up at the top. You can end up at the bottom. Yeah. Unfortunately, we're still stuck. Mm-hmm. So with Mike McCartney, I feel like this should piss you off. Whatever, whatever game ends, wherever, wherever we end the season at, mm-hmm. this should piss you off to training camp, right? Mm-hmm. You shouldn't yeah, you're going to shake hands. You're going to be happy. You're going to go on vacation. This. Off season, you should be pissed off. Mm -hmm. You should come back motivated. Greg Popovich come when not this season. (laughs) (laughs) That's another different story. That's another different story. Every time when every time he had a bad, bad season, they could finish in the Western Conference finals. Mm -hmm. He came back with that chip on their shoulder and the, and and everything took off from there. Mm -hmm. I can like, I want that. I'm 35, Gabe. I don't have, like, <laughs> I am pissed off, bro. I, I am tired yeah. of seeing this team fail over and over and over again. And somebody out there gives them praise and I get it. But at the same time, like, like I want Mike McCartney to have the chip on. I, I want Dak to work his game in off season just like C D Lamb did, just like Michael Gallup did everything he can to come back, just like Michael Parsons has done. Just like Zeke Elliott did. I want him to work uh the mental side of Mike mm-hmm. McCartney. I want Dak to work on his technique. Period. There's numerous places you can go to in the Metroplex that could teach that, right? Numerous places. Okay, not saying that you should have a life. Mm-hmm. Everyone needs a life. Yes, I get it. Yeah. At the same time, work on your skills. Mm-hmm.
1: And that's that. You know, I think for me, uh huh. I I. Mm.
0: That's me. That's me saying. I don't want, it. I'm, I'm off the Sean Payton train. When no, I say yeah, Mike yeah, McCartney, no, no, no. I'm off that train. He is, look,
1: this is a team that is Super Bowl or bust, right? Yes. Every That's, season. Every season is Super Bowl or nothing. And for the last 27, 8 years, <laughs> it's been nothing. So yeah. the reality is maybe we as fans need to change our expectations a little
0: bit. You know what? You know what's funny game? So, I, I'm, glad, I'm glad you brought it up. I think, mm-hmm. I think honestly, I think every Dallas Cowboys fan should look themselves in the mirror.
1: Yeah, like why are we still here? We've been getting—it's like being in an abusive relationship. Yeah. Like th- at the end of the day, mm-hmm. it's going to come a time when you wake up and say, "Like, look, I'm tired of getting beat up.
0: Right. I'm tired of getting beat up. I, I want, I want something new. I yeah. just got to, re- I want something new. Yeah, exactly. I want something new. That's it." And so, I going
1: better like at the end of the day if i wasn't living in the city i probably would not have still be a cowboy fan right. i'm going to be honest like there's nothing about this team that makes you want to stay a fan outside of the glitz and the glamour that people fall oh in love oh god
0: with. it's all over the place yeah it's all over the place i mean you live in frisco you know you know the energy over there it's ridiculous um I know in Arlington, um, the energy there is really high. I know in the next coming months, there'll be no football except for there might be the XS- XFL. They might, I don't know where they're going to play at. Uh, <laughs> but, uh, but there's going to be a bunch of things that's going to be happening at ATT Stadium. Mm-hmm. And, um, so that's where my thing is with the coaching. Cause, yeah. cause I don't, cause like I said, I don't want any coach fired. If we had to move on, it is what it is.
1: I want Lovey Smith.
0: You know what? Yes. <laughs> I want Lovey Smith. I want Lovey Smith. Because they gave him nothing to work with in Houston.
1: And he still made them competitive. Every single game. Every single game. Got and them three wins.
0: They he, that's it got him fired. Exactly. The third fired, one got maybe. him fired.
1: And he did it on purpose. Yeah, he did because he knew he was getting fired <laughs> regardless. He was like, all right, yeah. bet nah, I'm a, I'm a <laughs> go for two <laughs> and make sure that y'all don't get this first round pick. this number one pick, number
0: one pick, and, one pick and- <laughs> that's exactly what happened. Yep, he went out winner. I want Lovey Smith too, and that also he-
1: shows me how much the team bought into him too, mm-hmm. because the mm-hmm. reality is, if if the team is like, oh, mm-hmm. he's gone, well, right. well, We got nothing to play for, then mm-hmm. it's like, okay." Out of sight, out of mind. We'll go for two. We may not make it. We might get it. Who cares? Right. But that team really did buy into Lovey Smith. And I, I think we really do. Lovey Smith is a great coach. He is. He's done he is. well with a lot of bad teams. He does. He does. He and took so- Rex Grossman to the Super Bowl.
0: <laughs> and where has yeah. Re- 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 Rex Goldman, Gr- Grossman been?
1: I don't even know. I hope he's doing well. Um, yeah.
0: I hope so, too. I hope so, too. But... <laughs> It was, wasn't like, their first dude, choice.
1: Rex Grossman. That would if I mean that defense was fantastic, but right. that's the quarterback you took to the Super Bowl. Yeah, in yeah. the NFC with uh, Drew Brees and all of that. Holy crap! Kurt Warner man. in Arizona and all Holy like crap. it was stacked. NFC yeah, was, it was stacked to at the that Super time.
0: Bowl to the Super Bowl. So.
1: That's what I'm saying. You've done. He's done very, very well with a lot of bad teams, and I yeah. would just love to see him with a team that has a lot already. Yeah, yeah. You know, the Cowboys, I would love to see that. The Cowboys
0: the have Cowboys a lot. Cowboys have a lot already. They have a lot already. It it won't be a complete full rebuild. No. Um. So, but, but I don't want to talk about the off season. I don't I, do that I, after 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 the game tomorrow. I'm sorry. After the game next week, mm-hmm. I don't want to talk about it. <laughs> So with that being said, um, I want to throw out a prediction. Okay. Let's do it. Um. Oh, man. This is tough for me. Whew, um, Honesty. Ah, shit. Oh, God. <laughs> I don't know, man. It's just um, – ah, Man, this is tough because I want, I want to believe. I just feel like they're not going to be ready. Um But you know what? I am going to believe. I'm going to say. (laughs) I'm going to say Cowboys 27, Buccaneers 24. Hmm. It's a three point. It's a three point uh, underdog. The Buccaneers. The Cowboys are a three point favor. Um, I'm. I'm going. I. I. I will will have to go with Cowboys with this one. It's going to be a three point game, and it's going to come down to. um, Here's what's going to happen. I feel like it's going to come down, not even a field goal. The Buccaneers will be up 24-21. Mm-hmm. The Cowboys will be at, at their 40 yard line with a minute and 50 left <laughs> and with two timeouts. I'm, I'm not even going to be conservative. I'm going to go. I'm going to go throw the pass. I'm going to go underneath to see, I'm going to go underneath to Dalton Schultz. And then on second this is very and, specific second and four. Yeah, <laughs> very very specific. Second and four, I'll go um I'll go crossing route to C D. He's gonna probably give me about 15, 20 yards. <laughs> then I'll be at the uh nineteen yard line was under a minute. And I'm willing to run the ball. I'm gonna run I'm gonna run Zeke Elliott. He's gonna give me six or seven yards. And then I'm willing to throw a touchdown pass. And now the game over. Someone give Tom Brady f- basically 41 seconds to maneuver the field. It's a beautiful storyline. Thank, um, Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. It I, I took, took me only 10 minutes to figure that out.
1: I see. Um, you did a fantastic <laughs> job. of <laughs> <Thank applause>. Um <laughs> Anyway, <laughs> uh, man, my prediction. Mm-hmm. Hmm.
0: Oh, yeah, they're going to miss the extra point, too. Sorry. Go ahead. I got it. 23-13 bucks. Why do you say the bucks by 10?
1: So here's what's going to happen. Okay. It's going to be a very low scoring game as they all have been when we played against the bucks. Yes. I think it'll be, nobody's going to score over 30 points, but I also don't think anybody's going to score over 25. Um, I think that mm-hmm. we're going to come out flat. Uh, be,
0: first quarter or first, just first half?
1: First quarter, first, I'll say we'll probably have a flat half. Okay. We'll probably have a flat half cause to you know point. how they do it to the point where we're down three
0: to
1: 13 at
0: halftime. 13 and three. I, I think
1: mean, that's that's tough. Halftime. That's tough. Yeah. So, that's tough. um, I think it'll be this, 13 3 at halftime. We go in half halftime. We come back out. We score another another touchdown. So that's 13 10. 13 10. And then we they go get a score stop. again.
0: Oh, are you a field goal or a touchdown?
1: They score a field goal.
0: 16 10. 16 10. We go
1: score again at 17.
0: Yeah, oh, so we're up. We're, we're up. We're, one. We'll get a
1: lead. We'll get a lead. Okay. I think Brady goes down. Mm-hmm. Does Brady magic? And uh
0: we'll be down by six. Down by six. Mm.
1: Did I say right. wait, did I say twenty three thirteen?
0: You said twenty three thirteen, yes. You added the the, the, t- the touchdown, you said thirteen to three, and then you said we're gonna score thirteen to ten. You said the that's Bucks right. will get a field goal sixteen to ten, we'll get another touchdown, 17 to six. That's where that
1: that's was. where that threw me off. Mm. Okay. I'm gonna say I'll take it back, twenty three to seventeen. I think we'll score again. I think we will score okay. two touchdowns. Is
0: Buccaneers still winning?
1: Yeah, Buccaneers still winning
0: 23-17. So, basically, we're going to talk about the offseason.
1: Yeah, pretty much.
0: <laughs> <laughs> and the draft. Basically, yeah. Oh, my God. Uh, I got to find draft material for that. But, mm-hmm. anyways, uh, well, the game's Monday night on ESPN, we gonna ABC. See and
1: again, I want to be wrong. I'm doing this as a protective mechanism because I want to be wrong.
0: <laughs> well I think, it, my I'd think rather I rather predict the loss the cowboys nation will then get wrong but I'd rather I, predict
1: the loss and be mm, wrong mm. than predict the win and get my hopes up
0: I'll say this mm-hmm. I think they'll come flat I think I think if they prepared they'll come out flat in on the first two possessions yeah this is why I said it's going to be a high scoring game because at some point in the game. Maher's going to miss an extra point at some point in the game. Mm-hmm. So that's why I said twenty four, twenty 27, 24, because I feel like he's going to miss an extra point. And so they'll come out for like the first two possessions
2: mm.
0: and then they'll get it going. Yeah. Um, the only thing is they'll, they'll mix it up, run and pass. Mm-hmm. If the running game is the, if Zeke Elliott is getting, if he's getting two yards per carry, By the time mid-second quarter, Mm -hmm. I'm going to start throwing the pass. Mm -hmm. I'm going to play action. Um, get C.D. Lamb on some crossing routes, get Michael Gallup on a, Mm -hmm. on a a sideline route. Yeah. Dawson shows sitting in the flat. That's where I'll go. Mm -hmm. If the game changes. Mm -hmm. But other than that, on a good side, if they do run the ball, Mm -hmm. I do Zeke, I do see. Zeke Elliott get him 10, 10 carries mm-hmm. plus. Maybe Tolan Pollard gets a carry He better.
1: He sorry, better just, get just, 10 plus carries. Yeah. He he and Pollard both need to have 10 carries apiece. We need to run the ball then. At, we, at we need, minimum. We need,
0: we need to block better.
1: If we have any chance of winning this game, we got to run the ball. That's it. You got to find
0: a way to run the ball. That's it. That's it. That's it. And it, Tampa it, knows that. <laughs> and they're gonna do everything they can to shut it down. Yep. Exactly. So well, <laughs> hopefully we don't talk about hopefully we don't talk about the offseason. Hopefully we're talking about our next matchup. I want um, to be wrong. I want I, to be wrong. Uh, I think most of the Cowboys Nature will want will, will, will like for you to be wrong. I again, trust me. I mean I listen, I'm on the fence of agreeing or disagreeing with you. Yeah. But I, I want to agree with you. But my 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 inner side says, in a okay, cowboy then, fan, my inner cowboy fan says, okay, maybe they'll bounce back. My outer side says, nah, It's Brady. He's going to do some magic. Mike Evans mm-hmm. is going to torture us. Chris is going to torture us. Newton is going to do his thing. Mm-hmm. That's my outer side. My inner side says we're going to shut it down. Mm-hmm. So. We'll see what happens. We are
1: going to see. We will see.
0: But I appreciate your insights. Thank you so much, Gabe. Yes, sir. But thank you, guys. Coming up next, we're going to talk about the college football playoff and basketball stuff. Where does TCU go from here? It's coming up next. It's Special Radio.
2: I wish I knew you wanted me. I wish I knew. I wish I knew you wanted me. I wish I knew, I wish I knew you wanted me. Time is so bad Kinda mad that I didn't take a step back. Thought you were too good for me, my dear Never gave me time to play, my dear It's okay, things happen for Reasons that I think are sure, yeah You. Yeah. i I turn it on, I make it rowdy, then carry on, but I'm not hiding You grabbin' me hard Cause you know what you found is biscuits is gravy there Stop being
0: right here on Fishbowl Radio. Uh, We had a game yesterday, TCU versus Georgia, Georgia's national champs. Uh, You know, watching this game yesterday, it it just made me feel so mad, you know, unfortunately. Um, I do do want to congratulate Georgia, uh, sending them high praise. Uh, They dominated this game from the start. Um, I feel like they're they're, they're physical. They're physical up front. Um, You know, the offensive line, was, was a protecting Stenson Bennett. Even though he didn't get sacked a lot, uh, he was able to get out and do his thing. This man threw 18 for 25 for 304 and four touchdowns. He ran three times for 39 yards and two touchdowns. So he counted for six of them, six of those touchdowns, man. And my problem with TCU is they were not prepared to play this game. Everybody had TCU's back. Everybody said, you know what, we're gonna vote for the underdog, which as you should in college football. Because you never know what the underdog's gonna do in college football. So I don't know what happened, man. I, I just feel like it, they they weren't playing up their standards. They never played a physical game team before. And so when you don't play a physical team before, it shows, it shows, even though I can't, I can't go off the Big 12 conference because with Big 12 conference, they score a lot of points They play, uh, you know, TCU is a defensive team that, and you can say Texas, it, it is, but Texas is more of an offensive and a defensive team. And so, you know, I don't know. Conference-wise, I don't know why. Uh, I just feel like, you know, didn't come out with the right game plan. And we got to understand that it's their first time since, what, since 1938. They're playing a championship game. Everybody had their back. Uh, you know, I'm excited. I was excited for them to come by. And I'm never going to say, we're going to be, we're going to be back next year. That's what the Michigan quarterback shouldn't be saying. You shouldn't be saying you shouldn't be back there next year because you know why? Cause there's other teams in the, in college football that want to be where you want to be. And so with that being said, <laughs> with that being said, um, with that being said, we shouldn't be saying we, in college football. No. Cause you know why? Cause you're going to be less than that. You may, you may be playing in some other bowl game, which you were in the championship game last year. You meet like Alabama. They played in some other bowl game. They always figure out a way to put Alabama on the spot. They always find a way to put Alabama in some type of championship type of field. Some type. But, we know that college football is changing it's changing because teams teams are figuring out what uh what type of players they need on for their for their culture TCU is getting a bunch of them and plus more so the players that you see on the field are going to be playing next season and they're going to get some players more players to the point where they're going to be relevant again to the Big 12 and we'll see what happens in the college football playoff um, with that being said, uh, my, you know, this game, this game really, really pissed me off. I just feel like, you know, TCU had everything to, uh, under control. You could have controlled the line of scrimmage. You couldn't, you couldn't run the ball. You couldn't throw it. When you were down, you were down 38 to seven in the half, it was over. How can you come back from 38 to seven? Type of, type of game, type of deficit. It's too much. The moment got too much for them. It's too much. The fans got involved and then you, you find out that other people get involved. That's what happens in college sports. When you do well, everybody from the Woodworths comes out of together. Everybody. LaDania Thomas that came out of nowhere. I haven't even seen that man on TV in years. Every, every, you know, everybody comes. Um, the only person that I didn't show was Gary Patterson. Gary Patterson is on the Texas side. So everybody comes, starts coming back and back and back and back and back. And so was that being said? I don't know, but, uh, but TCU is always going to win the big 12. There's no ifs or buts about it. There, was Texas and Oklahoma leaving? Let them leave, because you know why? Because they're not built for the Big Twelve. I said this in the off season. TC Oklahoma and Texas are not built for the Big Twelve. If they were, then they would have stayed. But they're not but they're not staying because they say, well, we, the money's important than our football facilities. The money's important than basketball. The money's important than softball. All the no that that Oklahoma's great in softball. But not, 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 not Texas. But was that being even though they played in the national championship game um last season. Both of those teams in softball played in the national championship game last season in softball. So with that being said, TCU's always be going to be the catalyst of the big 12 for many, 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 many years to come. Oklahoma is never going to match that. Texas definitely will not match that to the point where they're always, like I said, they're always going to show, uh, the, the, the All Five Championship Game. They're always going to bring guys from the past to talk about that game. Why in every All Season we got to talk? Uh, why, why in every All Season we got to sh- replay the Championship Game? Why is it that we 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 don't know what happened? I watched it live. Stop showing it. Show the offseason Season work that these players are going to be. They're going to put in. Or show the game, show, show any random game. You got softball coming up. Basketball is coming up. Basketball doesn't get the same recognition as football in Texas. When it comes to Texas football. Well, that's my rant for Texas. But TCU, we have to get it together, guys. We have to get it get together for next season. And it starts today. When you wake up in the morning, uh at some point you got to put the loss behind you and may, give it about another week because I don't like the notion of uh of put the loss behind you the next day I don't like that at all especially when when, when it's a national championship game is very emotional you got the whole world watching you I'm not a fan of that I'm a fan of giving the players time to grieve uh, time to breathe. Um, time, time to just, you know, relax. You know, in a week's time, you forget about it. Or better yet, you put a chip on your shoulder and say, you know what? Georgia beat us 65 to seven in that championship game. What are we going to do about that? It starts in the off season, guys. It starts getting, you know, putting the weights up, putting the weights up, your agility. And then plus more. Starts with that in the offseason. You take care of that in the field, training camp starts, we're going. Big 12 champs again. Well, not not big 12 champs again. But who knows? Big 12 champs in 2023. Who knows? K-State was there. K-State didn't even make it to the national championship game. But they beat y'all. That's a chip on your shoulder. And I want you to keep that chip. Till whenever it happens. But I do also want to guess on this show. So TCU, when you, when, when you have recovered from this game, you guys are more than welcome to come by and talk and we may, we may, we may bring it up. We may not. Who knows? That's my open invitation to TCU. Football, basketball, baseball, wherever it may be. Now, let's go to Georgia. Georgia has some NFL talent on that team. Curry Smart is no joke of a coach. Um, so with that being said, they're going to be rebuilding too. They're going to have a new quarterback because the quarterback's well conditioned. Uh, Georgia's going to be number one again. Georgia's going to be able to repeat again. We'll see. Um, so with that being said, uh, it's going to be a whole new team like in college football. Um, we have to wait. We gotta wait until, we gotta wait to the training camp to see what type of team that made of. that might win the SEC again. But I do want to get into a comment what David Pollack said on the broadcast at halftime yesterday. He said, Georgia is the new Alabama. Basically, that's what he said. And Nick Saban was saying, was looking at him, was saying, okay, all right, I got you. Does don't you think that that motivates Nick Saban's team a little bit? You know, doesn't that motivate him a little bit to say, you know what? This man saying Georgia is the new Alabama, but I'm the Alabama coach. We dominated over the years, and now Georgia comes in and just takes it away. And now people like Dave Pollock is saying, hey. You know, Georgia can be messed with. So, with that being said, Georgia is the new Alabama. Georgia is the new number one. I don't want anybody to, to fret that. Georgia is the new number one in in, the new epitome of college football. Yes. And Nick Saban is gonna do everything he can to get his team ready to play every Saturday, to play every practice, like it's their last, to to fly back to Alabama, get with his coaching staff and say, you know what? This is our motivation, this is our plan, this is what we're gonna follow. Let's go out there and do it. And Alabama may may come back, may not. We'll see. But right now, everybody, college football is wide open. That's how it should be. It's not one team that's dominating like Alabama has done in the last few years. I'm not going to say it's over. They may come back. But what I am going to say is um, there's teams – Every year, they're vying for the college football playoff. They look at TCU stories. They say, you know what, TCU? We want to be the next TCU. We want to be Ohio State that barely got in. Barely. They had to to wait, pins, and needles for them to say, you know what? We're going to get in. So, there's no clear cut in college football. There isn't any. (laughs) Believe it or not. So, with this game, um, it looks disappointing on um, for TCU fans. Like for me, I'm a UT fan, so you know I, I'm not. But we're far, we're far away from being TCU. We're far. I can say that wholeheartedly. People in Denton will never agree with me. People, people in Denton will say, "Oh man, you know we're going to do well." Really? We just hired a new coach. You don't know what that coach is made of. You don't know how that, how the players are going to respond to the next head coach. They can barely respond to Seth. And you know, and you saw what happened with that. Like we're asking, we're asking players to respond to coaching. Curry smart. Players respond to Curry smart. Players respond to Sonny Ducks. Heck, they even respond to, uh, to, uh, what's the other coach I'm talking about? <laughs> they even respond to Coach Prime, which by the way, Coach Prime could be in the college football playoff next season. He could be. Right. Right. He could be. Next season. And I'm not, I'm not penciling that, but he could be. But that's another story for a different day. Now, before we say goodbye, which in, we won't say goodbye now, well, let's talk about basketball. Let's talk about, uh, we always start with the UMT side because that's my team and I always want to talk about them. And I watch their games passionately and I try to pinpoint, um, issues that they're going through in the first, in, in you know, in the games that they play. And again, we're, we're definitely going to talk about college basketball for now because college football is over. Uh, I know basketball starting college football. College baseball starting, college softball soft starting. We got a lot of things to, that 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 we're going to talk about in over the, over the next few weeks. College basketball is number one. We'll definitely talk about that. And so, with that being said, uh, let's dive into this UNT game. Uh, women's side, UNT played against Western Kentucky. Uh, that was last week. Eighty-four to seventy-six, UNT won that game. The women's side. Um, There was there was um, they gave up too many offensive rebounds. This team cannot rebound. This team has. You got to address the rebounding, ladies. Like I don't understand why we. You know, we gave up thirty-three offensive rebounds to a team that has no size. It's just will. When you grab an offensive rebound it's will, is will. It's all about, you know, the motivation. It's all about, hey, we got to go get this offensive rebound today. We got to go. We got to get this possession. That's how we fail. We barely won this game by our offense, but we got to take care of it. We got to take care of the defense. We got to get the rebounds, guys. I'm sorry, but rebound is number one. Number two, there's got to be balance, and there was balance in this game by uh, Anaya Johnson, who had 27 points and 10 rebounds. Cousin only had 24, but we we will never see that again. We will never see that balance from the UT women's basketball again. It's just too much. We don't. The, they don't score a lot of points. They don't average a lot of points per game. They don't. The, they don't play. They don't they don't play defense which I going to talk about this next game they don't what can we do to fix this you can fix this by boxing out you can fix it you can fix this by running a box out drill in practice where you just where a coach throws the ball up you box you find a player to box out it's like it's like uh what's that world called it's like ring around the rosy. You gotta, you gotta find person. Our musical chairs, for example. You gotta find somebody to put a body on to get the rebound, so we can run. We can run our offense and do all the things, man. This team is too talented to be four and ten. I get mad because I'm like, I'm like, we're four and ten, but we have not done the attendants right. We can't do it. Which is why we got beat by Middle Tennessee. Uh, 76 to 57. We have to take care of the issues at hand. The issue is, uh, it's not even fatigue. I heard in the broadcast, fatigue. It's not even fatigue. It's, it's the lack of focus. The lack of concentration. We have to be able to concentrate. If we're not going to concentrate, we it is just disastrous. We have to be able to concentrate. We have to be able to, be able to make the plays happen. It, it it just doesn't work like that. Right now, we anything could change. We're one in three in conference play. We should be four and zero. Oh reason why we're not 4-0 is because we're inconsistent. The women's team is inconsistent. We don't have the identity. Uh, 14 games in, we're still trying to find it. We shouldn't be finding it right now. Right now, we should have our identity. We should, we, we shouldn't, we, our coaching, our coaching staff should, is still not, should be passionate enough to say, you know what? This can we cannot settle for twenty turnovers a game. We cannot settle for uh, poor shootings. We cannot settle to pressure teams in the backcourt, which, by the way, they're going to beat us by by throwing the ball over the top. Got to change it up. We got to practice better. We got to take care of our bodies. I did not going to say I'm not ever going to say fatigue because it's a game by game basis. If it's, that's the case, if that is the case, we have to run game uh we gotta run a game uh I can't remember the word, but we gotta run a game setting to the point where under two minutes you're gonna be fatigued, you're gonna be tired, you're gonna do all the things. But you gotta overcome it. That's why I always tell people all the time. You're gonna be tired, but you gotta overcome overcome it by um by telling your mind to fight it off for a second fight we gotta fight to win that's what I just told Gabe in the last sec uh, in the last segment I said this Dallas Cowboys team we gotta fight somebody's gotta say you know what come on man we gotta go we gotta run let's go that's everything that you do in life I'm hitting that thing everything that you do in life You got to go, bro. Stop being mediocre. Stop turning the ball over 20 times a game. Stop giving other teams a chance. We're 4-10 and because we're we're, we're giving other teams a chance. They have no chance. But we're giving them everything. I can say I'm tired, but I'm not. I'm awake. I see these things. The coaching staff needs, uh, needs to steal these players. And if the coaching staff's not working, then maybe it needs to, t- I'm not going to say it. But, um, but the players, everybody needs a responsibility. Everybody. We need to be responsible for what we do, right? Account, they always call it accountability accountability is what you have to go through, okay? You got to steal that in your mind. Yes, we have one score, but maybe somebody else can help Quincy Noble out. Maybe somebody can make this defensive play, but we have to fix the intangibles first to make us relevant again. We have to, or else we're going to be sitting there at home like, we're going to be sitting at home doing nothing and watch other teams excel. Watch other teams play in the first half, play in the tournament, play in the conference tournament. Now, uh there's a game tomorrow. They got La Tech and I think they got somebody else. I can't remember the schedule off the top of my head, but, um but... These next three games are crucial. You talk about playing three games in the next five days. From tomorrow to Martin Luther King Day. You got five games in the next three days. Sorry. You got three games in the next five days. So you talk about fatigue. I don't want to hear the excuse of fatigue anymore. The only excuse... Is I want to hear is we're just inconsistent. We're just bad. If we go, if we lose the next three games, it's over. It's over. You go four and 13 is over. What can you do? What can you do on a four and 13 ball club? Are we still going to celebrate more victories? I don't want to celebrate more victories anymore. I want to celebrate champions. I want to go into the locker room and say, we're a champion. I want to hold up a trophy and say, you know what? We are champs. But these next three games are crucial. Same for on the men's side. Um Defensively, it's pretty good. Uh They don't allow you to get anything possible. Uh But on the men's side, their offense needs work, but... It's a game by game basis on on the offensive side. We already know what what's going to happen defensively, but offensively, it's going to be a game by game basis. Are we going to score seventy points? Are we just going to go score eighty? This team, I don't think they have the roster to score seventy points a game. Honestly, i just I just don't see it. If you have one guy that's averaging seventeen points a game, I mean, on on if if I'm doing math right, you can. Average 55 points a game. And that's not enough to beat the top teams in college basketball. You can't beat North Carolina that way. You can't beat Duke that way, even though Duke is struggling. You can't beat Purdue that way. You can't even beat Texas that way. Texas basketball. Not Texas football. Texas basketball. You can't do that. I mean, you can play defense all you want, but at the end of the day, you got to have a second – you got to have a second – um got to have a second tier you got to have an offense and that's what this men's team is missing our offense at some point we got to get it together on the offensive side defense I don't have a problem with on the offensive mm-hmm. side let's get it together now like I said they have three games in the next five days as well so this will really test our fatigue and if we're tired before the game starts and wants to do the king, there's something wrong with us. And I'm not blaming the strength and conditioning coach, but there's something wrong with us uh, 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 individually, condition-wise, period. And so every individual's got to address that on the condition side. Like, I can honestly say I had problems with, with my conditioning. And I addressed it by going to camp Gladiator every day. And when that's not in session, I go to the gym every day and I get on the elliptical machine and I burn <laughs> and, I, <laughs> and I burn seven hundred calories. I lift I I lift two hundred forty five on bench and squats. I do some leg stuff as well. So. For me to get me upright, to get me going every single day, to get my mind right. So that every game, I'm not fatigued, I'm not tired. You know what I'm saying? So, we can't make those excuses anymore. We can't. I will not allow excuses of fatigue like that. I'll be the first person to say, you know what? We are not concentrating. I'll be that person. So, like I said, three games in the next five games, we can go three and no, or we can go two and one. That's on the men's side. On the women's side, you got three and no, two and one, or just not win anything at all. We gotta get it together. So, that's almost it. But I do want to talk, I do want to give praise to Donovan Mitchell. Uh, he scored 71 points last week. Uh, we, last week we were talking about the the DeMar Hamlin situation. So I want to give a little praise to, uh, to Donovan Mitchell. He scored 71 points last week against the, uh, I can't remember the opponent, but he did score 71 points last week. And also the, we're, we're definitely going to talk about the NBA stuff too. I don't want to talk about, I, I don't talk about controversies much. But I do want to dive in and game by, game by game and game and see what the Mavericks are doing, see what the Spurs are doing, see what um, you know Boston's doing, the uh, Brooklyn Nets, those teams. I want to see what those teams are doing, and as time goes on, we will dive in and hopefully we'll have a live stream soon, and um and and we'll talk about those things. But but until then, um, we'll we'll definitely dive into the Cowboys game. Um, hopefully, we'll have a Cowboys guest during the off season. That'll be nice. Um, yeah, I, I reached out to a couple of Cowboys podcasters. I talked to a Cowboys uh, media person. Well, not a media person, but she works with the she kind of works with the Cowboys, but she knows the players. So I, I worked that out and I also so yeah, I done that. So with that being said, um so there's gonna be a lot of a lot of things. So guys, um that's it. That's all I have for you. Uh I appreciate you watching or listening, not watching, but listening to the Jamie Jetty show. There's gonna be more stuff coming in the new year. Until then, have a good day, have a good night. And we will definitely dive into the cowboys game next next week and talk about the next matchup otherwise we might dive into some n f l stuff I don't know, but thank you guys for listening and watching and uh no disrespect here, no disrespect because there was a couple of guys that was that's disrespecting uh my post my cross posts and I just want to I just wanna tell those guys. You guys have a good day. Okay. Keep your disrespected comments to yourself. Let me do my thing It's 2023. Okay. It's 2023, it's all about, it's all about change. I'm going to be that change. Okay. Have a great day and take care. And, um, from Fishbowl Radio, we will see y'all next week. Until then, have a great day and take care.